Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How is everybody doing? I am doing fantastic. I'm a lot happier this week, as you can already tell. And that's just simply because I am, I I don't know. I don't know because I still am a little bit miserable and depressed and I do just cry randomly all the time. Uh, but I'm feeling a little bit better this week. Like I'm definitely feeling just a little bit better. And I think that's what I have to look forward to is just like not every day is going to be a good day, but like it keeps going, you know, the fucking saying everybody says no, but like whatever, it's going to keep going. I'll keep going. Everything will be fine. Um, some days are going to be great days. Some days are going to be horrible days. And I just happened to pick to record on an amazing day. Okay. <laughs> Where I'm actually feeling fine. Fine. So let's get into my week intro. Um, yeah, first things first, I'm depressed, but I'm doing better. Okay. For all those who are worried, I'm doing a little bit better. I don't know if you know this about me. I don't love a bar. I actually very rarely ever in my life go to the bar. But this past weekend... I was in a bar and it was interesting to say the least. I think I fucking hated it, but at least I was drunk enough to like not really indulge in my hatred towards the bar. Like it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but it definitely wasn't the best thing in the world. I'm kind of over the club scene too. That's a fucking lie. I'm going next weekend. So I don't know why I just lied to you like that, but that is what it is. Um, Yeah. So that's kind of my little weekend. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Why didn't no one ever tell me Euphoria was so damn good? Here's an unpopular opinion. I think the second season actually kind of sucks a little bit. First season was amazing. Literally loved the first season, addicting. Second season, not giving me what I needed to give. Like, step it up a little bit, Euphoria. I'm not really loving the second season. Get your shit together. Okay, if the ambulance would shut the fuck up, we could have a great episode. But that was rude. Take it back, Livy. I take it back. I take it back. Anyways, let's go into why I'm making this episode. So I have dealt with a lot of narcissists, actually. Narcissists hate me. I'm a narcissist's worst nightmare um, because of the simple fact that I can see through their bullshit and I easily can call them out on it, especially when I'm viewing it as an outside party and I'm not involved in it. I am even more vocal. That's just who I am. I'm a vocal blunt ass bitch and I will call you out on your bullshit. I don't give a fuck who you are. That's just me. That's just a personality trait I have. Am I trying to fix that? No, honestly, it makes me so iconic. No, but I, so basically, yeah, whatever. We know I'm a blunt ass bitch and narcissists hate that. Narcissists hate that I give people that they're in relationships with um, confidence and self-love, stuff that they didn't have before. Basically, everything a narcissist tries to rip out of somebody, I'm able to give back to that person. And I'm like, no, 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 we're not going to let you get treated like this. Absolutely not. So I wanted to talk about narcissists and I've done some research on them and I'll get into my experience with narcissists and how I handled them. But like, first, let's talk about what a narcissist is and let's deep dive into that. Okay. Like I said, I did a lot of research. One thing I'm really going to recommend off the top, and I never do this, is if you think you're dating a narcissist or you're in a relationship with a narcissist, this book is probably the best book 
that you can have for that. And it is, should I stay or should I go? Most amazing book, really helps you understand narcissists. There's several different kinds of narcissists. I'm just going to be today talking about general narcissists, like the topic of a narcissist, and then just experiences I've personally had with people who are narcissists and how I've handled them, which will probably help you get out of a situation if you feel like you're in a situation with a narcissist. But I highly recommend the book, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Literally love your book, and I recommend it to actually everyone who I know is dating a narcissist. It's really funny to me. I'm like, you should just like read this book, and I know that they're dating a narcissist, and they don't. So that's that. Let's get into some signs of a narcissist. First things first, security and entitlement. There's a defined hierarchy with the narcissist at the top, which is the place that they only feel safe. Narcissists have to be the best, the most right, the most competent, do everything their way, own everything and control everything. So basically this is just a narcissist is a controlling fuck who thinks they're better than everybody. That's how I'm going to sum it up. This is like the textbook definition of what a narcissist is. This is Livy's definition crazy fucks who want to be who think they're better than everybody and are super controlling is basically what they're trying to say another sign of a narcissist is exaggerated need for attention and validation despite all their self-absorbed grandiosis bragging narcissists are actually very insecure and fearful of not measuring up they constantly try to elicit praise and approval from others to shore up their fragile egos but no how matter no matter how much they are given they are always want more so basically what that means is that they're needy little bitches and they need validation from others because they're super insecure deep down inside. So that's Libby's textbook definition of a narcissist. But yeah, they're just needy little bitches that need validation. And if you don't give it to them, they will spiral. But a narcissist isn't going to be with somebody who doesn't give them validation. And that's just that. Perfectionism. I can't lie. When I saw this one, I was like, am I a narcissist? And you guys were like, it wasn't the self-absorbed one that made you feel like a narcissist? No, it was the perfectionism where I was like, holy fuck, am I a narcissist? So perfectionism, you can spot a narcissist through their extremely high need for everything to be perfect. They believe they should be perfect. You should be perfect. Events should happen exactly as expected and life should play out precisely as they envision it. Wouldn't that be fucking nice to put my OCD to ease if life was like that, but get over it. So the textbook definition of perfectionism Livy's definition, needy, whiny bitches that need things to go their way is basically what it is. You're like, Livy, why are you shitting on narcissists? Narcissists are literally horrible people, and that's exactly what I'm going to do is completely shit on them. That's the episode. Anyways, they have great need for control. Manipulation and trying to grab control of everything is narcissist behavior. Since narcissists are continually disappointed with imperfect way of life unfolds, they want to do as much as possible to control it and mold it to their liking. They want and demand to be in control, and their sense of entitlement makes it logical that they should be in control of everything so basically since they think they're better than everybody they should think that they should be in tr- control as well like i have a control issue but i know i can like give it up and like let go of control like they cannot let go of control they control you they control everything around them and the more that control they have over you and manipulation they use to get that control over you the better they feel so we'll get into it of like how you can see that in like relationships and stuff. But basically, if the person you're with is like constantly needing to control or like, don't do this, don't do that. And they get they feel good. That's how they feel good. And that's how a narcissist thrives is by giving them control. Lack of responsibility. 
The narcissist places all the blame and responsibility on someone else to maintain their own facade of perfection. It has to be someone else's fault. This is like gaslighting, where they convince you it's your fault even though you didn't do anything wrong. So like example of gaslighting, I was actually just thinking about this the other day. One time my ex-boyfriend had a hickey and he was like, you gave this to me. And I was like, no, the fuck, I did not. Like, I definitely did not give you that hickey. I know where I leave hickeys and it was not there. And he's like you're being absolutely insane. I cannot believe you don't even remember giving me a hickey. Who else are you hooking up with that you can't remember giving me a hickey? And I was like, what the fuck? In reality, he was cheating. He was. But that's like an example of how they lack responsibility and they can gaslight the shit out of you. I just feel like that's a great way of like gaslighting the shit out of you. And let me make something clear. I'm not saying my ex was a narcissist. He's not even one of the people I bring up in the narcissist thing. He just had a lot of narcissistic behaviors. And like gaslighting was like probably the biggest one. But lack of responsibility definitely equals into gaslighting. Lack of empathy Narcissists tend to be selfish and self-involved and are usually unable to understand what other people are feeling. So they're like, why are you crying? Why are you mad? Why are you sad? Because they literally cannot wrap their head around the fact as to why you're upset about their actions because they have actually no empathy. Whereas me, I'm an empath, so I feel everything. Like, that's my worst nightmare is to deal with someone who doesn't understand why I feel what I feel. And, like, our narcissists just don't understand emotion and they'll probably, like, back away from it or yell at you for having emotions and having feelings. These are just some signs of narcissists. They always have to be right. You're always wrong. They're controlling. They will also manipulate you and gaslight you into thinking what they want you to think, okay? When you're dating a narcissist, The first sign is love bombing, making you fall head over heels in love with them. You're going on lavish trips, lavish dinners. They're giving you lavish dates. In hindsight, I'm like, this is my perfect man. But in reality, that's love bombing because they're making you fall in love with them. And you're not really seeing the toxic things that they're doing because you're so enamored and just, or they're like, even if they're not rich, Let's be, this is for the poor narcissist. They're doing everything. They're texting you all the time. They're giving you all the attention that you want. They're love bombing you, which is just, if you don't know what love bombing is, like this is not the episode. No, but like love bombing is just like when they're overdoing it to a whole different degree. You guys have known each other like five days, but they're acting like you're married. So that is that. Um, so yeah, they will love bomb you. So you're not really seeing the toxic things that they're actually doing. You'll get in a huge fight, but they will make it up to you by buying something or promising a vacation to you or something like that. That's like the first sign of a narcissist is extreme, extreme love bombing. Do you know who's actually like a perfect example of this? Have you watched the Tinder swindler on Netflix? Simon is a really good narcissist, not like a good narcissist, but he's a perfect example of a narcissist and he loved bomb these girls and made them fall in love with him in the beginning so that they would trust him and then he used them and he I don't even think he's a narcissist he's actually like just a psychopath not even a narcissist you can't even compare those two but he definitely has a lot of narcissistic tendencies narcissists have a hard time with you leaving them because they can't believe anybody would ever like never want them so they will do anything for 
them to keep you and they probably don't even feel anything for you, but they will do anything for you not to leave them because they cannot grasp the fact that someone would not want them. And if you leave them, it's all your fault as to why you left. Oh, she did all these things wrong. Oh, she's the reason over this. Like, oh, she's that, that. So they're blaming you when they clearly had fault in the relationship, but they'll never own up to that. Like a narcissist is never going to own up to the things that they have done wrong narcissists like to beat you down and bully you so you feel as if you can't leave them like they take all of your self-love and confidence away and say things like nobody will ever love you or you may or make you insecure by like calling you fat or ugly they will make you feel as if you are not enough and these are the signs of manipulation and gaslighting but these are the signs this is what they use to control you and they want to beat you down and make you feel like you're not good enough so you'll never leave them because that's just a fact once you make someone insecure they're like not gonna want to leave and they don't feel as if they can leave because they have genuinely no confidence to get up and leave but another thing is it's like they have they have a hierarchy over you when they feel like they can call you fat or you're not good enough or you didn't do this good enough or that and they're using that to make themselves feel better and remind themselves they have a hierarchy over you and remind themselves of like that entitlement so that's when the entitlement comes into play the manipulation and the gaslighting and then the control because they're beating you down so badly you feel like you cannot leave them so these are all things signs everything of a narcissist but now I want to get into my personal experiences with narcissists and how I handle it because like I said I'm a narcissist's worst nightmare Okay, so the first narcissist I will be talking about is someone who is in who was in my family. <laughs> he always was right. No, I kid you not. He was always right. I saw him lose an extreme amount of money due to the fact that he always had to be right. He lost business partners, money, his business, everything because he had the fact that he always needed to be right. There was no love. There was no empathy. Everything had to be done his way. Example, my sister couldn't drive the car unless she gave him $10 for gas and he always had to fill it, the gas tank. She wasn't allowed to drive. Do you realize that makes absolutely no fucking sense? She had to give him $10 and he had to go fill up the gas himself when she's clearly capable of filling up the gas herself. And you're like, well, maybe he was protecting her. Maybe he was doing that. No, he could give a fuck. He just wanted to be the one to fill up the gas because it was his car and he was doing it. And that's the only way she was allowed to drive, which made absolutely no fucking sense. And I would be like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. But at that time, I wasn't driving, so I didn't really care. But the need for control is just really shown right there and it makes no sense. Another example is when I was younger, I was cooking dinner for my sister and I and he walked into the room and he was like, close the cabinet. And I was like, no, I'm cooking dinner. And like, why the fuck does the cabinet mean it need to be closed when I'm clearly using the spice drawer, you bitch? Anyways, and he was like, close the cabinet. And I was like, no, I'm not closing the cabinet. So he came in there, needed the sense of control. And then he was like, I'm above you. I'm your blah, blah, blah. You have to listen to me. And I was like, no, the fuck. I don't have to listen to you. I'm cooking. I'm making my sister and I dinner. You do absolutely nothing for us. I don't even like you. I'm not going to do what you say because I don't have to. And that caused a war. And that's why my parents got divorced. I kid you not, over something so stupid as to that. But that's just that I'm really spilling all those family secrets. But that's a need for control. I've never, I think I've hugged this man 
maybe twice in my life. No, I think only one time. I don't ever, I've never hugged him. I've never told him I loved him. He would constantly put my mom and my sisters down to make himself feel more inferior. He was emotionally and physically abusive. So like this was the narcissist I was dealing with and this is how I handled this. Mind you, I was 16 years old at this time when I really decided to speak up and find my voice. So why I was his worst nightmare. (laughs) There's one person I love more than anything in this world, and it's my mom. Like, absolutely ride or die for my mom. By the way, I have more examples of narcissists in relationships after this one, just letting you know. But I had no respect for him and I did not like him. And I would do anything to protect my mom. So I feel like that's when I really found my voice was when I found someone disrespecting my mother. I was like, absolutely fucking not. I'm not dealing with this. So he would be yelling at her and I'd walk into the room and I would just stand there and I would just stare at him. And he'd be like, you need to leave. And I'd be like, no, I don't. And he would be like, if you don't leave, I'm going to, I'm going to, like, I'm going to hate you kind of thing. And I'd be like, do it. Hit me. And he'd be like, because I was like, I'm not going to sit there and watch you talk to my mom so horribly. I don't care. I'm going to stand there and look at you and insult the fuck out of you. So he'd be putting her down and I'd be like, this is a lot coming from a man who has a failed business and isn't doing shit with his life. I'm 16 years old at this point. He clearly fucking hated me. And he was like, you don't respect me. I was like, why would I respect somebody who doesn't even respect me? I don't like you. It's beyond obvious that I don't like you and I do not need to respect you. I wasn't scared of him and I wasn't scared of going against him. I was the kid to tell him to shut the fuck up at 16 years old. Am I saying this was right? No, I'm saying this was the dynamic that I lived in. And I was so sick and tired of this person constantly beating me, my mom and my sisters down and making us feel like horrible. I was like, absolutely not. I'm going to stick up for myself. I'm going to stick up for my sisters and my mom. I don't give a fuck if he tries and hurts me. I don't give a fuck about any of this. Because I'm tired of letting this person think they have control over me and disrespect me when I know this is not how I should be living or neither should my mom or my sisters. And that's just that. So he would tell me he's taking my phone and to give it to him. And I'd be like, last time I checked, you were broke and mom pays for the phone so you can fuck all the way off. And like he would threaten to hit me. He'd threaten to do all these things. And I'd be like, do it. Do it. I don't care. I literally don't care. I would go against him in every single way possible and I would just really make his blood boil because of the simple fact that I'm not just going to sit there and watch you disrespect my family. I am just literally not going to do that. So then the main reason he hated me is because I gave my mom confidence. Like at a young age, I tell my mom, I'm like, you think you're going to be with that man forever? Like that's what you want to be with forever? And I would be like, I just like don't see you with him in the future. I don't know why you'd want to be with him. And I was like, you deserve more. Like the way he's treating you is wrong. Because I was able to see what a healthy relationship looked like from like my best friend's family. And I was like, this is not how someone should be treating their wife. Like, I really pushed my mom to leave my dad and I feel like that's such a crazy thing for a 16 year old to do but my mom is like yeah you're the reason I left because you were like you got to get out of here like this is actually disgusting and gross and it's like it takes that one person to believe in that other person like it took me believing my mom to like get up and get all of us out and to leave because being in a narcissistic relationship like you're beaten down you're literally at your lowest it feels as if you cannot do anything so if you have one person being like i believe in you we're gonna do this together you can do this they feel like they're able to get up and leave so i saw how toxic he was i pointed out everything he was doing and i was like you want to be with this forever like this is happiness to you this is 
what you want to do forever. And I guarantee you, if you stay with him forever, you will never see my sisters and I again because that's just not happening. So I kind of like forced her to leave him because I knew she didn't deserve this and like neither did me and my sisters. And the thing is, it's not like I was forcing her to get out of a healthy relationship. It was the most toxic situation I've ever been in in my entire life. It was like actually fucking horrible. So it was like it took me just pushing her and being like, you deserve so much better than this for her to get up and actually want to leave. So I'm a blessing or whatever. So let's get into the situation when my friend was dating a grade A narcissist. And when you're in a relationship with a narcissist, you don't see how toxic it is. But I do. I definitely do. So I was the one that's like, hey, dude, this is fucked up. He just did this, this and this. That's really fucked up. I was the one breaking down everything he was telling her. Like, I was like, okay, he's telling you this because he's gaslighting you. And like, this is manipulation and this is gaslighting. He's saying this so you don't leave him. And the biggest thing I did to help her leave a narcissist was teach her self-love and confidence and make her realize how fucked up things were. I was like, you don't deserve this. All these things that he's are, he's doing are so beyond fucked up. Like, Let's paint a picture for the future. Kind of the same thing I did with my mom where I'm like, is this what you want? You're so young right now. Is this what you want for the rest of your life? This back and forth toxic cycle. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't love you. And he's showing you that firsthand and you're letting him do this. Is this what you want for the rest of your life? He's controlling your every move. Him degrading you on a daily basis. Here's the biggest thing. Narcissists don't change. That's a proven fact. Narcissists actually cannot change the only person that's going to change is you accepting them if you decide to but a narcissist cannot change so what you see is exactly what you're getting like I know you feel horrible I know he's making you feel so shitty I know you probably hate him but it's addicting the relationship is addicting and you feel like you can't leave because he's gonna convince you you can't be alone you're probably together 24 7 you feel like you cannot live without this person because they have convinced you that you cannot or he pulls you back in with his mental problems that he's having and he's made you so insecure. How are you supposed to leave? A relationship with a narcissist is addicting because you always have hope that they will change. But newsflash, narcissists can't change. Like this is a proven fact. He does not care about you. He does not love you. He just wants to control you. He wants something that he has complete and utter control over because a narcissist thrives on control. And once he has the control over you, he can manipulate you and gaslight you into any situation he wants. And once she stepped away from the situation, she realized all those things. So if you feel like you're with a narcissist right now, my biggest thing is like step away from the situation for a while. And like, you know, deep down inside, you don't want to be with this person. You might love them and it might be hard to leave them, but you know this is not for you and you know this is wrong and you know they're treating you wrong and you know there's better out there for you and you're tired of crying. You're tired of all these mean negative comments, but it's addicting. Like it's so addicting and it's because they made it addicting. So you're the one in control and you're the only one that can stop this cycle. So the reason I was, I'm their worst nightmare, like a narcissist is like, I know what they're doing and I'm all about self-love and confidence. A narcissist can't fuck with me because I don't allow them to. I can identify gaslighting. I can identify manipulation. I have the balls to tell them to shut the fuck up and I shatter their little ego by telling them they're wrong and a narcissist feels as if they can never be wrong. I'm outspoken. I don't put up with bullshit because I don't need them in my life or my friends' lives. I feel like 
once you love yourself, a narcissist won't fuck with you because they can't control you. Narcissists prey on people who are more insecure and weak and are craving love a little bit more because they see that they can manipulate them and gaslight them and they give them the love that they know that they want. So narcissists prey on weak people who are insecure because they know they control them. Because a narcissist is all about controlling a person, a situation. They want to be in control. They want to feel like they're better than you. And they want to keep constantly putting you down to make themselves feel better and make them feel on a hierarchy. And they want to feel like they're in control. Oh, she'll never leave me. She can never leave me. Guess what? Even if you leave them, you'll still be blamed. It'll still be your fault. And you just have to accept that and walk away and want better for yourself. Like a narcissist will never change, but you can by leaving. The only way to really get away from a narcissist is leaving, cutting them, cutting them off, cutting the cord. They might try, they're going to try and get you back. Like they really might try, but you need to be strong enough to say no. And as soon as you give yourself distance from the situation, you will realize how fucked up it was. And like, I just see with my friends that are dating narcissists, I'm like, I promise you your life is going to change forever once you leave this situation. You just have need the courage to get up and go and like love yourself even though it's going to be hard and you're addicted to this relationship because this toxic cycle is actually truly addicting. Whether we want to admit that or not, you need to get up and you need to go because a relationship with a narcissist is going to completely beat you down and make you fucking miserable. So if you can get out now, you might as well or else it's a lifetime of absolute just like fucking depression like who wants to be talked down to every day there's a million men in this world I'm sure you can find one that's not a narcissist and honestly men are more common to be a narcissist than women so like that's why um I keep saying like there's so many men in this world but there are and if you feel like you're with a narcissist I'm letting you know right now that they'll never change Like it's a proven fact a narcissist can never change. And the only thing that will change about your guys' situation is if you decide to get up and leave. And it will be hard. It will be difficult. It might be one of the most hard things you've ever done because they make you feel like you need them. But once you leave them, I promise you, your life is going to get 20 times better. You just need to have the self-love and the courage in yourself to realize like I can leave. I don't need them. I got this on my own and I'm fine. And I promise you, you will be fine. So that was a little bit of a deeper episode and I definitely spilled some tea. But I don't know. I feel like I've had so many situations with narcissists and like I know narcissists hate me because I'm the one that's like, um, that's fucked up and weird. Like, let's get you out of this situation. He's fucking bizarre, babes. And I just don't really care. You know, I'm all about loving yourself, being a bad bitch. And how are you going to be a bad bitch if you're dealing with like toxic, unhealthy men? Like, that's just that. So... That is it for this week's episode. I love every single one of you so much. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at SheIsLivvy. And then YouTube is also SheIsLivvy. TikTok is not letting me post right now, and I actually have no idea why. I think I'm banned, and I have actually no clue as to why I could be banned. And it's really pissing me off a lot. And I just bought hair gel from Walgreens that actually fucking sucks, so I'm getting really mad about this. So that is it for this week's episode. I am over and out. That I don't even know what over and out means. No, like I actually have no idea what over and out means. But I love every single one of you. Don't forget you're a bad bitch. If you feel like you're dealing with a narcissist, hit me up on Instagram. We'll talk about it. But also remind yourself like you're a bad bitch. You can get out of any negative situation and like give yourself that because you fucking deserve it. All right, I love you. Bye.
Oh, rate the podcast five stars. Bye.